Elite. Yep, yep. See, baby. Football fantasy inquiries that you have, you can always reach us at. That's at Elite Circle Pod. That's at Elite Circle Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Elite! Another week closer. Yes, yes. Like you can almost smell it. Yes, you can. We yes, you can. Tomorrow, September, we, you know, we, we, we're down. They did the final cuts now, so we're down, we're down to the actual players that's going to be have impact, especially at least we can say for the first couple of weeks. We know some people coming off of P, PUP lists and things like that, but we kind of get a look at a, a little bit more clear, uh, you know, perspective of what's actually going to happen. And how your fantasy players, or, you know, if if you like like us, and you're in multiple leagues, how those things are actually going to play out. You're kind of getting a little clearer picture. And again, it's still you still don't know. Kind of want to wait until you get into the season for you make any knee jerk re- reaction. I would say, unless some things are actually clear, right? Right, right. Yeah. So speaking of cuts, to me the shock of the day, without question, of course, Cam. Yeah, man, it's a her piece. Oh, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like one and done, one yeah, and done. They got him out of here. I think I think it was a multiple things that that kind of contribute to it. I do believe that if the play was, you know, as far as between him and Mac and Cheese, ironically gave him that nickname. Uh, if the play was kind of <laughs> equal, <laughs> equal playing field, why not go with a young kid, right? Why would I pay uh, Cam? And then I think right. they made the decision probably different than what the Eagles did, right? Instead right. of having that distraction all year long by having him on the bench and, and you know, what if the rookie doesn't play well? Just, you know, him right. having to worry about looking over his shoulder, they eliminated, mm-hmm. they cut the ties. Uh, Bill Belichick, truest form, right? Right. <laughs> cold-hearted, cold-blooded. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, that that probably had to be a tough decision. But, you know, I mean, I guess you see something in the young kid, you know, so mm-hmm. might as well give him a go. And I'm not saying that Cam was a knucklehead or nothing like that. He actually, you know, he would stand up while he was there for New yeah. England, which you have Absolutely. to be, right? you know. They're a top-notch organization. So, yeah, it's a shocker. But, hey, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Somebody going to pick him up. Yeah, and that's, see, that's exactly what I want to get into. So you turn the page right there, right? Who mm-hmm. does he best fit? Like, you're hearing this rumbling now in regards to Dallas and maybe him being a great fit as far as a backup for Dak. Um, understanding Dak, who seemed to be so durable, you were probably thought about a couple of years ago, here right. recently has had, a, you know, a couple of injuries happen. If he does have to sit a game or two, is Cam a perfect fit for you in that situation, right? Right. That's that's interesting, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see Dallas going. I can see him fitting in Dallas. I can see that kind of actually happening. But I'm not sure if they really want to go in that direction. But they did actually drop two of their um, uh, previous quarterbacks that's on, that was actually on the team. So it's like they kind of made room for the possibility. It, you know, if Cam wants to go there, I think he's going to go there. I think it's going to come down to Cam, right? Is right. it somewhere else that he thinks that he can have a chance to kind of uh, maybe get into the starting lineup? At this late of the, the at point, I think you you're you're kind of locked into a, like a back a backup role at this point, right in the season, right. um, unless an injury happens or something like that or horrible play. 
that's going to be mm. your best bet. And then you know that's not going to really happen with Dak, right? You know, mm. unless Dak get hurt, he's not coming out the game. Even if he plays horrible, they're, they're right. not doing that. That's not going to be a part of the equation. But do you go to Houston, maybe, right? Where you may yeah. have a little, a little bit of a chance to maybe to, you know, as an opportunity. That's a team that's actually looking for a bridge quarterback. Um, I think they're in the draft, you know, where they're probably going to end up this year. They're going to have a great opportunity to maybe get their franchise quarterback. So that's an option, right? Yeah, it um, is. It's, it's going to be interesting for Cam. Where does he actually end up? Denver. Dude, is that somewhere that they may take a chance on him, possibly? Mm, see, I don't know. See, Denver, Denver, you know, they kind of got the uh, the tandem of Bridgewater and Locke. So, right. Do I you want to add to that? Right, exactly. You know, I mean, they could, but... Like you said, uh, Houston, he definitely could could give it a go. Uh, Dallas. Here's my um, last two, though. I got B more, maybe, backing up Lamar. Mm. Or if it's do do if it's Paget Magic, <laughs> actually kind of doing those out. As as we know, right? We already know throughout the season he's gonna have his ups and downs. We know that he's gonna be magical some weeks. He's gonna light right. on fire. He might even give you six touchdowns, and right. then the following week he could possibly can give you seven picks. So, mm. um, do they actually get a, a reassurance there by adding Cam? And then if you know something with Fitz Magic doesn't actually work out, or maybe he get injured. Maybe if Cam is an option for them, that's interesting. I right. think in Washington, but I think yeah. it's skim pickings. Like we, we, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, scrape the bottom to actually kind of find some scenarios that may actually work. But uh, to your I, point, I think some of them maybe. Some I, of honest, them- I honestly think his his best situation to go to. Um, you probably wasn't even thinking about it. Is the Giants uh, mm. behind Danny Dimes? You know because. This is what his third year, you know what I mean, and you can't blame it all on Danny Dimes. You really can't, you know. Just they've they've they kind of fallen apart over the years, you know. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that they're they're not going they're going to get restless. They're they're not going to take another yeah. another bad year. How you about know what I mean? Saquon is not getting any younger. Great point. Ex- exactly. Great point. So, uh, it, it, and I mean, you need somebody that can run. We know Danny Dimes can run, but I mean, he <laughs> tripped himself last year. You know what I'm saying? So, you need a QB that can take off and make it all the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not himself be the his own defender, but uh, right, uh, yeah. So that's that's gonna you know that's gonna be very something. I think that's gonna be really 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 interesting to actually see how this actually plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know, and, and it's gonna be telling uh, to me what Cam, Cam mindset is where he goes, right? I think right. some of it's going to be, is there really an opportunity? We name, of course, organizations, but we don't know if those organizations are legit, you know, interested. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, once he sees his market, I think he will have a market. I don't think this is the end of Cam, but this could, could be the end of Cam's as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He might yeah. be now in a backup role. And it's so crazy to say, after a couple of years ago, him being the MVP of the league, Right, um, Super Bowl, you know, he was, just you know, he was dabbing on, you know, he was getting down on everybody and just the body taking a beating, and that just kind of tells you kind of like, like that story that whereas even his body, his makeup, and when I, I was even of the mindset thinking like, listen, he's built for taking the pounding, right. even his even Big Ben is another example where you know that's taking a lot a lot of pounding on their body. Um, mm-hmm. Even them being big in stature, still, it, it takes a toll, right? And yeah, so, it does. It does. Um, his, his better years are behind him, but right. I mean, he still does have a lot in the tank. I think know? he's better than some of these quarterbacks that's going to start uh, oh, in, a, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a couple of. How many days now? Uh, how many days? Nine you go, exactly. Nine more to go, baby. Ooh, Here we go. Boy, Kick yeah, off. Let's hey. go. Let's go. But, you know. Uh, aside from that, those were some other interesting um, releases. I think that John Brown actually asked for his release from the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one to keep an eye on. I think he still has a market. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't he mind does. my Eagles actually going after him and kind of seeing happen. what we can it, do. It right? could happen. It could uh, happen. But you know, I know he. We probably we should be looking for someone, but more with size. But who knows? Um, 
I would never say that I understand exactly where, where direction the Eagles are actually going in. So maybe he's mm-hmm. an option either, whether it's Eagles or in any other team. I do expect him to actually get picked up. And depending on what team, what situation does is there an injury that something may actually provide some more um, opportunity for him in fantasy-wise. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in due time, in due time. Uh, another interesting uh, cut today be Devontae Freeman. Um, from the Saints was really, mm-hmm. you know, was cut. Um, Jordan Howard um, from the Eagles was also cut. Um, so all of them <sighs> will be, a, a, you know, available and free, you know, technically free agency there. So um, Corey Clement from, was actually released by the Giants, um, formerly of the Eagles. I was thinking, I was surprised. I was thinking he was doing pretty well there. Maybe not well enough. Devontae Booker. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of teams right now. They're they're looking at the landscape of their team and they're just shaping up. Cause like like I said, it's nine days away. So that fifty three man roster is mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely got to be etched in stone. You know, and they got to be ready to go. Yes, yes, very, very, very true. Um, and that's what we get one step closer, right? It gets yeah. it'd be more exciting for me. Uh, but yeah, well, you know, the last couple of weeks we kind of been going through our rankings, right? We want to help you guys, you know, that's maybe still actually, uh, drafting, or maybe you've done your draft, but you're still trying to reassess and maybe want to make some last minute changes prior to week one. I would say not to make too many of them. <laughs> I would right. say to definitely let it play out, uh, you know, what, whatever your strategy was, if you felt like you executed it, even if you felt like you didn't maybe get everybody you wanted, see what you got. Um, don't make too many knee jerk, uh, you know, moves. See, let week one, you know, you guys, we got 17 Nobody's weeks. played yet. Yeah, Nobody's no games yet. have been played yet. A lot of movement is just happening on waiver wires, which is understandable. You always want to try to look for the opportunity to improve your team, and maybe you did some auto-draft. It could have been different reasons why you may be going to the waiver wire, but I would just say, as advice, going into these drafts, if you still have yours to actually go, stay solid, stay true to what your, your actual um, strategy is, and then, you know, once you pick your team, see what you have. Um, unless you see, like, a huge situation where somebody's actually out for the season or, you know, something where it's created a major hole, kind of hold right. tight, I would say, to see what you actually have there. Um, it's, it's some great advice that I would actually pass along. Listen um, to it. Yeah, so, like like I said, I would... In the last couple of weeks, we kind of we went through the quarterback, we went through the wide receiver, we went through the running back. Now, that only leaves in a, another position here on the offensive side where we want to kind of break down and get into our top 20 um, and we kind of match ourselves up against the experts and where they have certain tight ends ranked. I think some of them is undisputed where they're at, but then some of them we may actually feel like can, can add a mo- kind of move up some. And then right. we may even kind of touch on some of we may think actually could be sleepers um, this year that their, their production could be maybe even better, right? Right, of course. Let's get right into it, right? Let's get right into it. Travis Kelsey has been top of the 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 mountain uh, for tight ends for the last couple of years. Yes, he is. I have no reason to think that that's going to actually change at all. I think he continues with those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, they just find ways to get him the ball. He's he's has great hands. You know, everything that you can ask for in a tight end, Kelsey provides that. I mm-hmm. think they're still going to have him at, a, at the top tier. Now, I don't think the biggest drop-off happens from him to Kittle. Um, the, the biggest difference is George Kittle's is, is health, right? Right. Is, is he going to be able to stay healthy? Um, his quarterback play is going to be key, too, um, for mm-hmm. him with, mm-hmm. with Jimmy G. You know kind of like with Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, you know kind of you, you set. You know what you're going to actually get for the quarterback um, mm-hmm. position. George, yep. Yep. it's a little, you know, still up in the air. We know Jimmy G is going to start the season without question. The rookie's actually experiencing, of course, some, some uh, minor injury that's going to keep him out for a little bit of time. Um, but right. still, it's kind of down the line. It's like, okay, if he does go to the rookie, how does that impact Kittle? 
Um, so when you're ranking him, you know, as far as, uh, yeah, I would have to put him number two just because of that. Now, this is a surprise right here. And for me, I probably would switch. Uh, they have the, they actually have next half Cal Pitts. Yeah. Falcons. Yeah, he was the highest rookie in the draft this season. So yeah. I'm, I'm be honest with you. Like, uh, he can make some noise over there in Atlanta. Number three overall, though. Yeah, uh, see, that's that's, you know, I, we don't know what he what he's done yet. You know, everything is just college. You know, and, and right. it's all hearsay from here on out. You and know, because he, he's got to prove it. Absolutely, that's just, you, you, you hit it right on the head, right? And so for that yeah. reason, it's the reason why I do like his prospect. I do like his his upside. I think he's going to be fantastic. Probably one of the best tight ends that you can actually have. You know, as far as a rookie, I mean, in mm-hmm. recent years. Um, I do think that, you know, we got to give it to Darren Waller um, with the Raiders. Right. Um, to me, you know, his production, his, he has showed it in the previous years. He's actually been, you know, putting up top-tier numbers, you know, in the last couple of years. For me, uh, before putting a rookie, I have to give him uh, three um, as far as tight end. I was, so I would swap that. But Pitts, I'm kind of, I'm fine with putting him at four. Still top right. fives, great, great opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then this is kind of where you kind of drop. There's a drop off as far as me as production, right? I think it's Kelsey, and then George Kittle can actually get there if he's healthy. And then mm-hmm. it's a separation between you know the next two as far as um, Waller and then Pitts. But then there's there, there's a, to me the biggest drop off that happens now. Now I'm not saying that you don't can't get great production. I'm not right. saying that there's not some sleepers that we're gonna discuss. I just right. stay from the known commodity um, right. as far as tight end production week in and week out. It drops off. There yeah, is it it's kind of yeah. It's more so you know it could happen, may happen, but consistently, meh, probably. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the scheme of, the, of what they're playing that week. You know, and sometimes it just doesn't bowl well for these tight ends. So, you know, keep your eye out. But uh, yeah, for right. sure. Mm-hmm. So you know, next up they got uh, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, Detroit Lions. Um, mm-hmm. I'm okay with him being top five. I I can make a case where uh, Mark Andrews, in my opinion, could actually. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends in top five. Um, yeah. I just think that TJ in that offense, where it's going to not be, you know, he's probably the number one option. Um, there, he's going to get a lot of balls thrown his way. When you got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of volume, um, you have no. I think it's it built for a case where you know um, he's he's going to cash in on those, on those opportunities, and then of course get in the end zone. You right. know, he was getting those um, the PPR getting those bunch of catches. I think he's going to be able to do that just because on volume alone. Uh, I think Jared Goff is going to have to look his way. Him yes. and maybe the rookie as it's 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 very limited there. Um, and then right. trying to run the ball. So mm-hmm. then then next I could go with Mark Andrews, um, your boy Lamar, right? Yeah, he, they they have a good tandem. You know, they they seem to link up a lot, especially with um keeping keeping the play alive. You know, Mark Andrews, he's always in a move, always on the go, and keeps his eye on the quarterback pretty well. Um, but like you said, he kind of has that George Kittle factor. You know, yep. last year for the both yep. of them, they their health, you know, it played a big part in them dropping off. Um, so if he can stay healthy, I mean, he can definitely hold that number six spot. If he's not, uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you, it's it's, it's up in the air. I agree with you. I think Mark Andrews kind of gets back to this, you know, right around his production should be around this uh, area. I know mm-hmm. it was kind of, like you said, a little bit of a drop-off last year. Um, and I think Lamar, they get back to um, where their offense was more proficient. Of course, running the ball, but also getting the ball to the tight ends. And I think he's going to definitely uh, benefit from that. So I do like his production. And like I said, I can make the case. Um, I, I wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be hard to sway me to say he would be top five this year. Um, right. Next up, no offense. Denver Broncos, 
Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback, at least to start the season anyway, right? Right, right. <laughs> we know that for sure. Right, for sure. We know that. Um, I, but I do like his opportunities. Even, you know, I think Judy is going to get busy. I think uh, Cortland Sutton is going to actually get busy. That offense has a lot of weapons, no offense. Uh, mm. Whereas if Teddy can actually, you know, get some things going, get some players involved, or get the ball to the right players, I would say. Um, he has a, you know, a, a great chance, I think. Even, you know, even thinking about the running back situation there. They got the rookie there, Williams, but then also still got Melvin Gordon. So, um, right. but I think Noah Finn can give you great opportunity. He, Terrence Ford, for me, it gets a little inconsistent, right? I think some weeks he can actually, you know, I don't know where give you, you know, that tight end one type of um, production. But then I think some weeks he might be teetering down towards low end, tight end two, uh, tight end three. So it may not be consistent week in and week out. But I right. think overall, if you happen to actually get him, you're going to be happy with the production because you're just going to understand this is not a guarantee every week, but I, I know I'm going to get some production from him. I think right. you can definitely count on that. Next one up. For my boys, the Eagles. I fly, fly Eagles. Fly, here we go. Hey. <laughs> there's got Dallas Goller. Um, mm. tight end. So, you know, he, he you know, it's been a tandem of him and Zach Erson. We're gonna talk about Zach a little bit for uh, a little bit down here, but um I think it's his time. I think he did get past the baton. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a lot of opportunities, honestly, where I think Jalen Hurts is, you know, the the I think he's gonna definitely feed the tight end position, right? He yeah. knows that that's going to be um, his number one best friend. Um, and I think between him and having Dallas and Zach Ertz, it's great tight end play. Um, I think it would be wise to use the middle of the field and use them to their advantage and force defenses to actually uh, play them different so that he can get other players involved. Mm-hmm. I think because of the volume that he's going to see, and I think, and I'm talking about, we've already seen this offense before have a tight end that actually led in receptions. I think that can actually happen again this year, but I think the recipient of that will be Dallas. Yeah. Uh, for my Eagles. So, yeah, I do like his um, production. I do think he's a little bit more consistent than Noah Fent. But yeah. I think Noah Fent has a chance to actually explode some games where Dallas may not. But I think Dallas would give you consistent play um, with the Eagles. So I do like that. It, you know, if you have to wait a little bit in your draft, um, you know, if you may be looking for a trade option, um, I think he's going to be probably the number one target, actually, in the Eagles Um offense. You know, now of course they have the rookie in Smith and I think he's going to get his share of touches, but I think who's going to get the share of volume, the the most volume Dallas is definitely in line for that. Yeah. And then it's we not bad. Go ahead. No, I was saying it's not bad. He's 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 a real good player. You know, he he can link up with with the with the QB. He's definitely a good blocker out there, but like you yeah, said that tandem great of him, that 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 tandem of him and Zach Ertz on the outside, I really I really like it. You know that that bodes well for your birds, you know, and he definitely will be that that escape goat for for Hurts, you know, because they definitely gonna bring that pressure, you know, they yes. are because you know he's he's getting the reins. This yes. is his squad now, so yeah. they're definitely gonna try to give him a lot of pressure. So he's definitely gonna be that person to get him out of trouble a lot of times. Yeah, definitely should be. I totally agree. You should be looking Dallas way. He's sure-handed, like you said, great blocker, mm-hmm. uh, but also a great route runner. And he was actually yeah. some great catches. Of but course. you know, now I'm going down to those Dolphins. <laughs> Tua Mike, time. Mike Gusecki. Yeah. I, this is a this is a sleeper, right? Right. And now we now granted, we are talking about him being in the top ten, so he's not like in your typical mind of sleeping. I say a sleeper just because I think his production can jump all the way up to being near top five. Um right. if Tua and now granted, it's all about quarterback play, right? And and, and, and I think in that offense, kind of similar to Dallas, 
Um, they, he's going to be maybe the number one option when you think about as far as receivers there. Now, of course, we know that they have, you know, Parker and some other pieces there that, that and of course, and some nice running backs. But I think uh, Mike is going to get his share. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, you know, with those, getting those volume, um, those amount of, of actually touches and receptions, I think it's going to definitely equate to a lot of actual um, production, which you exactly want as far as fantasy. So I like mm-hmm. it. Now, here next, because of recent news, mm-hmm. we got to kind of switch some gears here. Herpes. Yeah. Herpes. He's he's going to drop a lot. He's going to drop a, a lot of positions in this this poll just because of this injury, and he's going to miss the better half of the of the beginning of the season. You know what I mean? So, Irv Smith Jr. Man, mm-hmm. I'm pulling for you. I hope I hope you get healthy quick because we need you, and we scrambling to pick up tight ends right now. Yeah. Uh, pick picked up hurt on from um. From yeah, the Chris. Jets. And we're yeah, going to actually. So, so yeah, I'm glad you brought him up. We can actually say mm-hmm. jump onto that real quick there. I do like the pickup by the Vikings there. To your point, really hurt piece guy. I expected big things out of Irv. You know, mm-hmm. he's not out for the season, but he's just going to miss a good part, uh, a good majority of the beginning of the season. Um, with that in mind, like you said, they did pick up the the tight end from the Jets. I think that's a nice pickup. How quickly yeah. came to pick up the offense? So it's going to be the right. question because it's so late in it. But I think that's one to actually keep your eye out on. Another sleeper mm-hmm. you know, for the tight ends, for the Vikings. They just picked them up there in, in the trade there for basically nothing um, for the Jets. <laughs> uh, but I do like that opportunity there. Then Juno, Smith. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like I like them when I, I like them you do. when he was with Tennessee. You know, he's on both my squads uh-huh. uh, for redraft and for dynasty. Uh-huh. And, um, he brought he bowled well for the Titans last season. I think that it's going to bowl well for the New England Patriots this season. Um, he has Hunter Henry across from him, so they're going to be sharing the rock a lot. But uh, Hunter Henry he deals with a lot of injuries, so I'm going to give Smith. I'm going to give him the number one on this squad, and I actually mm, like him. I, I like, like him. I like yep. him a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point there. Um, probably other than uh, the Eagles, this is the other team I'd probably say would have better tandem as far as tight ends. When you, like you talked about Juno, and we're going to talk about Hunter. We might as well get into that too. We think that Juno's, in, and I agree with you, is going to be the number one tight end option. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry is going to be a great number two, and mm-hmm. it's probably more of a B, but like you said, it's injury. He's had a very, even when he's with the charge, he had a lot of um, injuries that actually happens that, of course, you know if you, if you're actually injured, you you're not on the field. That's gonna cause some some um, some issues there. But I think because of that, Juno being around a little bit more is gonna get you know just like build that chemistry. He's gonna be the number one. But right. like I said, a one B when healthy. Hunter Henry's right on his toe. But mm-hmm. in between there, would you slide Robert Tunyon from the Green Bay Packers? I know you don't love those Packers like that, but would you slide him <laughs> them? Would you put Hunter Hunter Henry right under Smith, or would you tie would you slide Robert in there? I would actually slide Robert above him, and I'm only going to say it because of AR-12. You know, um, he can get the rock to just about anybody on his team. Um, and Robert, he's been a pretty good red zone target. You know, he's been able to get those TDs that's needed for his team. So, yeah, I'm going to slide him up just just slightly, just slightly above Jonu. You know, I'm going to drop him down one. Um, like okay. you said, I would give him the 1A. I would give Hunter Henry the 1B. But Robert above both of them, just because, I mean, AR-12 is throwing his way. Mac Jones, you got to prove yourself. You got to show that you can get the ball to who who it needs to go to. You got to spread the rock around evenly, too, just to keep the defense on his heels. But, yeah, AR-12, it doesn't matter. He's he's going <laughs> he's gonna to do what he does out there, you know. Yeah. I was hoping he didn't play this season, but I'm actually happy because it makes it more competitive, you know it what does. I'm saying? It does, right, right. We, we, you know, like you said, I'm an Eagle through and through, you're a Viking fan through and through, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, of course, we're going to take advantage if those injuries happen, then hey, dude, that's just how it 
worked out and we, you know, we have to move forward, right? But right. at the same time, we, we're never shying away from the competition, right? We're, we're never going to be on some, you know, where, oh, I hope everybody get hurt so make it easier for us. No, we want to earn it. You know, yep. we, we want our teams to earn it. We, we, that's a family ship in, in us to enjoy for sure. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with your boy. And I think this is somebody you you might consider a sleeper maybe a little bit. The tight end from Washington. Ah, Logan Thomas. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, would, I know that they have another tight end from Chicago, Cole, actually next. But I would actually move Logan Thomas at 14, move him above. Um, and actually, I like his production. I love his upside. But I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk about your boy because I know I know you got him. Oh, of course. Now I'm gonna be real with you, man. I, for, at the beginning of this draft, I sat there and I said to myself, "Who do I want as a tight end that I know I'll be able to get?" I knew Kittle wasn't gonna happen. I knew Kelsey wasn't gonna happen. I knew Andrews wasn't gonna happen. I said I need somebody like you said with tremendous upside. I um, mean, he has a very nice rapport right now with Fitzmagic. You know, and Fitzmagic, he loves to sling the rock. Loves to sling the rock. Um, Logan, he he actually did well during the preseason. Had a couple good catches. Um, preseason, like you said, it's all vanilla anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, you know, super hype. But at the same time, just to see that they had that chemistry just growing. And I'm pretty sure during practices, it's growing and growing as well. Right. But Logan, he's a very good route runner. He used to be a QB. He knows where he needs to be on the field. And I think that helps him a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely, I, I can agree with you. I concur with that. And I definitely would like him at 14. Mm, I, I, I like it there. Now, the question is, how far do you drop Cole? Mm. See, I, I I I love him at fifteen, just you do? because. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do. I think that I think that he's going to be used very nicely out there in Chicago. Um, you know, they still have, I believe, Jimmy Graham. He's still going to be on the squad, uh, but at the same time, I think it it's his time. You know, it's his time to shine. If this isn't his season, it won't be his season that much longer. You know what I'm saying? So this is his opportunity. And he actually did well last year too. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say that he's not good. He's not great. He is a good player. Um, And he can give you good numbers too. Like, like we say, they don't have to get the W. They just got to get those points. Points. That's all we care about. That's all that matters. I think that's, I think even with Justin Fields, even if he takes over, right? We know Andy Dalton is coming out first for Chicago. But right. do you still believe in Cole even with Justin Fields? <sighs> if, he can keep, if, he can, if he can keep that play alive, you know. I do too. I do. If he can keep the play alive, he can stay he can keep his eyes on that QB and do what he needs to do, stay open. I, I believe that they can he can actually grow with Chicago. I like him there. All right. Now Evan Ingram, right? We know Danny, Danny Dimes has a lot to do with where you feel, Evan. I think his talent-wise has dropped off tremendous, though, right? I yes. remember where he was he was viewed like very close to being in, in the top five as far as tight ends. Um, yep. And his play, just the drops, I, I, that's what comes to mind first right away, right? And mm-hmm. can he turn it around this year? And if he can turn it around, um, do we want to have him at 16? Uh, so here's the thing. I'm going to go really out the window, right? I want to jump, and this is my my sleeper here, um, another one that I really do like this year, Anthony Fisker uh, from Tennessee Titans. Yes, I'm yes. going to jump him. They have a rank 23 in the, in the, in, in the experts list per se um, that we, right. we are looking at right now. I want to jump him all the way up to ahead of Evan Ingram. Yep. I would too. I, I would too. I would jump him all the way up. Drop Evan Ingram down to the number 17. Trotman would actually drop down just because he's dealing with an injury. He's been out for a little bit. I know he got hurt in that Monday night um Saints game. Yeah. Um so I would drop him down a little bit. Higby. 
Higby has has great upside. Yes, he does. He has great upside. I don't know if I'm sold. I don't know his connection with him and Stafford, what that looks like. When, when none of us know, right? Because the Rams didn't want to play their starters in preseason. Um, and so we're going to have to kind of wait to actually see that unfold. He does have the upside to actually be in the top 15 uh, with that offense if it's as, as explosive as I think it could be. Um, right. But I haven't got to see the eye test, right? I haven't been able to actually see it. So for me right now, he, he's, he feels about right um, where he's at um, at 18. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Hooper, interesting, right? Yeah. Um, Cleveland like has a, Cleveland like has a lot better. of weapons, though, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we are putting him in the top twenty. Um, and and in that case, I think he, you know, he's at that point like a tight end two, um, mm-hmm. three. Um, that you're probably gonna be looking for in that in that space. And so, I think that's accurate at nineteen. Um, and I think he can get some touches. Baker, can he be consistent? And if he's consistent, I think he will be going to the tight ends. And if he, you know, the production could be there for sure. Of course. Um, and then this is where it gets a little dicey for me. Do I go with the rookie Pat from Pittsburgh from St- for the Steelers? Mm-hmm. Or do I go with Gerald Everett from Seattle? Um, mm. We know him being formerly with the Rams. Right. Or do I go with another Eagle tight end mm. to round it out the top sick. 20? Mm. Well, to round out the top 20, I'm going to go with Gerald. Yeah, that's right. Not you, but Gerald Everett. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Seattle uh, Seahawks, yep. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to let Russ cook. And if they actually let him cook, I think Everett is going to be on the end of some receptions, definitely. And going to find an end zone. I think he's going to be definitely going to be used for his size as, as far as a great target for uh, Russ this year. And yeah, yes, I put yes. him at top 20. Do you agree or you want to kind of put no, one no, of no. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I think Russ has been on a search now for a while trying to find a good tight end. Um, he had Luke Wilson. He had, he had a few he had a few dinged up tight ends over the years. You know, he had Jimmy Graham years ago. They couldn't get that perfect match for him. And I think Gerald, with, with his youth, just him being able to have good vision on the field, he can run routes very well. I think Gerald is a good look for the Seattle Seahawks. So you being sure? at 20, yeah, oh, I'm positive. You just saying that because it's your name? Not a shucky. <laughs> no, I thousand percent agree with you. I think you're... 100% on point. Um, I'm excited for the tight end play. I think you're going to get a lot more production than you typically get from the tight end position this year. Thank you for joining us. You got G checking in. I'm Drea. Shout out to O. What can't, up, wait to, can't wait to have you back. Thank you for checking in. EC. Pod. See you next week. Yeah. I'll let you. Elite.